Hi everyone and welcome to episode 3 of Lofty Thoughts. This week I had a lengthy conversation with my siblings who have their own podcast called JK Parlay. It's available on Anchor, Spotify and a few other places as well as YouTube. Um, So I talked with my siblings about the fresh discourse about, I guess, just global anti-black racism, um, which was sparked by the death of Mr. George Floyd in Minneapolis, USA. Interestingly, I was planning to do an episode about racism anyway, but I've been planning that for a few months, um, but from a slightly different angle. I still will do that episode, but I wanted to get this one out first. Um, As I said, the conversation with all four of us is quite lengthy. It's about four hours in total, so I'll be releasing it in segments. And the point of the conversation is primarily so that each of us could just get our thoughts and feelings out, not necessarily to educate anyone or provide new information. So, yeah, you'll notice that we go off on quite a few tangents. So it's an it's an informal conversation. Um, but you'll also hear that each of us are quite passionate when it comes to the serious, serious topic. Um, so, yeah, I w- I'm not going to say enjoy the conversation because it's not really... It wasn't really an enjoyable topic to talk about, but yeah, this is our conversation. Anyway, let's begin. Uh, what's that mean? Um, are we in the frame? You are. Okay. How do we even start this conversation? Um, is it is this first one on JK Parlay or is it going on Lofty Thoughts? No. On JK Parlay. On the intro did on what you do? Um, today on JK Parley we'll be talking about. Oh yeah, we'll be. T- uh, I feel stressed. Your glasses? Huh? Your glasses got a mark on your glasses. So. And you got your tea. You got your tea. I know this feels. With a teaspoon in your mouth. It feels very serious. That's why. It is. It is. We'll be talking about what's going on in in the world. Serious conversations and that. And I hope that you've watched the whole thing so you get the whole context. Don't be watching ten seconds and then be thinking, Oh he she said this, he said that. What watch the whole thing. Open your brain, please and thank you. Be immersed fully. And just Enjoy the conversation. Think about what's being said. And um, the first episode, well, the first few parts, maybe, depending on how long we record for, will be on the JK Parlay YouTube channel. Um, and it'll be available on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second part of it. What, SoundCloud? Did you have SoundCloud? No, it's not You have to put it on SoundCloud. <laughs> we have every episode, sorry. Yeah. Um, so then the second part of it will be on uh, Lofty Thoughts podcast, which is available on, is it the same platform? Yeah, on those same platforms. Um, so yeah, there's four of us today, all four siblings are here. <laughs> Do you want to introduce everyone? Oh, yeah. So let's go from oldest to youngest. Yeah, go on, let's go from no, 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 no. Go old, old, <laughs> oldest to youngest. Boom. Well, we're your hosts, 
Jamal. And Kayla. Uh, and we are the J and the K in JK Parlay. Yeah. Of Cookies Mouse Studios. That's it, really. Oh, are we going um, through proper introductions now, then? No, no. just name introductions Just names. You have to finish sentences here. That's what that's what oh, yeah, You have to finish sentences. Yeah. So us, she's veg. We will refer to To you. No one else. Veg. I don't think anyone I else. Her, I call her veg as well. Really? Yeah, I started it. <laughs> yeah, I started it. Because it, it feels like the opposite to DJ, veggie. So that's how I got there. Right. What do I say? Oi. Oh, Lenoir. Oh. Yeah. Project. Yeah, so Lamar. That's it. Stephanie Charles. It's a noun. So it goes DJ, Lamar, Jamal, and she did. The wash belly. Mm. What, your wash belly child? It is. It is extremely. Your wash belly. But it's true. Respect. This is what I have to deal with anyway. No, yes, I do. I can't fight. You'll just do it anyway. <laughs> what other um, introduction things are we doing? What do you need to know? Uh, background. background. So background checks, yeah. Yeah, checks. I was checks. raised mm. uh-huh. middle Finish class. Record. Oh, no, that matters. It's not a real thing. Finish record, you fucked it. Huh? What? Are you <laughs> about? what? So you're on a tangent already. Nah, it's not. Turn up. Where's the agenda? The agenda, my See, word. See, I've got it. I just, I was going, I'm just referring to it. I'm, I'm not, I'm prepared. Everyone's got the things out prepared, and you're yeah, like, I was just going to ask that. I was just, I was just going to Were you joking? Yeah, I was just joking. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. <laughs> Where's my headphones? <laughs> True, I did, I did the first one to be in it. Yes. Can I have some of your water? Can I have some of your drink? Can I have some of your drink? Can I have some chocolate? Can I have some fruit? What's that? What's he eat? What are you eating? No, but you're actually serious. He's like, oh, I'm sick of your game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at my food. <laughs> Why are you going on like I do this? You do? Yes, you do. No, I don't, mate. You do. I, you haven't lived with me for like five years. I'm it's it's not food. been five years. That's but so dramatic. House trips? Yeah, that may, that may be limited to the yeah, house, but it's not even food. when we're out and about, Either it's the way, same. Either way, you're the same person. Why? How are you going to call me the same person? Gross. Hopefully. I asked you to bake for my tea and I got it myself. Usually I just bake for somebody else. 
in black curtains. But, but why do you wait? You put everything off cold, so you can go and get this thing. I've been waiting for like, I've been waiting for you like to set up for hours. Not the line, this is not quite hours. It takes Any. hours to set up. Yeah, and I didn't complain. This is not what we're here for. <laughs> 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 we're not talking about you today. Mm. I didn't even start this. Oh, so yeah, we've been talking about present day, like what's going on in right now. Yeah, well. Oh, um, how do you even do that? Do you just say. So, we're talking about race, colour, things of that nature in the present day. I don't know. 20, it's it. 2020. The current date is. It's Wednesday. The third of, of June. June. Thirteen days to my birthday. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's been protests. I'll blow it out. That's true. Yeah. I'm not impulsive. I can blow it out. It'll be alright. So yeah, there's been protests. Instagram, what would you even call it? Like, Instagram trend thingy. It's not trend, it's just natural hero. It is, no, but I'm talking about there's been like... Trends that have come out. That's, yeah. See, this is why you should have done the intro. Yeah, because you know English. (laughs) That's the whole point, is that we don't know English and we just... Chat well. Yeah. Go on then. You no, I didn't. You were doing all right. Was I? Yeah. How
Yeah. 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 Crushed him today. Yeah. Just the case. But then, well, actually, I think I have to actually explain it. You should know. You need to just like try and go into like some legalistic terms, not the differences. It's kind of irrelevant between murder and manslaughter and. Is it? As in, I was going to break down the facts. Oh, okay. Of like. I thought it was some. I heard it was about a chest. Yeah. Initially, but I've heard something else about it because that's kind of what. Either way, it was. It wasn't. It was something. But he was suspected of trying to play with swords.
last time we did one. And there's still members of the public that are kind of screaming and shouting at the officer, which he didn't respond in any sort of way to check on um, the person that was trying to detain. He didn't like think, oh, maybe I can move him slightly to shift the position of my knee or anything like that. In fact, you can see him kind of like just lean even further in to what he's doing. He puts his hands in his pockets. There's this sort of just apathetic or even just this, almost like he's enjoying what he's doing, but he's just barely able to cover it up, like able to like contain his joy at what he's doing. And so that's what has kicked off just this new wave of anger and just rage from not just black Americans, but from black people globally, because anti-black racism is a global issue. So that's the standpoint that we're coming from. Mm. Anyway, so that's um, the beginning. Step one. Yeah. The lead up. I guess what people would have been responding to it, would they hear about it a lot? Or I think I saw it on the news. Mine was just on Twitter, I think. Because oh, I, I, I stayed away. In the last couple of weeks, I've stayed away from social media in general just because mm. I don't really like it at the minute. Um, and then. No. Not unless I feel like it for a day. Mm. Other than that, I'm, I'm ghosting for the most of the time. So I think I heard about it on Twitter. Well, saw the video on Twitter. Mm. And um, as you do in that situation, you get really angry or upset and be like, what's going on? Everyone needs to see this. And then I just posted and retweeted and, and stuff like that. Well, I think it was it was either that or on Instagram that I just like reposted it. But I think that that's p- part of an issue anyway of like just reposting the murder of someone mm. on social media. Mm. Social media. Social media. Yeah, because even like a little bit on your back will win you. Mm. What about Paul, um, what are you saying? Why is that no one stopped him? And I know the reason. 
people who are just logically politically savvy and there's just an imbalance of power between the state and the ordinary citizen in yeah. that US police officers are armed and they should understand that they can use force against the ordinary citizen whenever they feel like it. The explanations that they need to give are basically ground level. There's no standard. As as long as the officer can say, oh, I feared for my life, mm. or, or I saw you reaching for a gun, or I saw you reaching for an object, which is wild, because if, if you're in the US and everyone technically has can carry right to carry a weapon, surely that shouldn't be the trigger that, like, allows you to be able to use your firearm against the ordinary citizen because they might have an, a, a license to carry that that weapon because like then, then it's self-defense mm. then it's self-defense and like if the police attack to you then you're defending yourself and it's just going to end the spiral of who's doing what mm-hmm. and also don't they have that thing where if someone else is on your property it's on your ground level yeah, yeah. but then there's situations where police have gone into houses. Breonna Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't make sense. The whole thing just doesn't make any sense. That's the thing, though. It never was meant to. It's just, it's a law to let people do what they yeah, want. It's a law to, it's to, a law in to facilitate the state, not the ordinary citizen. But, of course, it's never going to make yeah, sense. Yeah, so, so I was going to say, like, the police have the monopoly on violence. Like, the mm. state has the monopoly on violence. But then, American citizens have the right to bear arms as well. It's a contradiction, isn't it? Not really. Not when the Constitution was written with that sort of amendment that uh, all citizens in, are allowed to bear arms. That was all the time of civil war. So essentially, by you being a soldier in that civil war, you're acting on the behalf of the state. So really, all, all you're talking about is state government. Uh, with the fact that that permeates so into like, people thinking, as a citizen, I have the right to bear arms. Which that's the way it's interpreted now, but that's not the way it's intended. Okay. Which is why you see this like dissonance between the ordinary citizens being like, "Well, I should be able to defend myself." That's kind of mental. Because I was gonna say like, in America, obviously black, it's a, it's a hard to put into words, but obviously I'd say black people have never been part of that, that the people. If you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, no. They've always been on the outskirts. They're not. They're not citizens, even if they are literally citizens. They're not mm-hmm. the state. They're outsiders. They're invaders. They're not the people. So they're not the state either when it comes to the right to bear arms. Mm. So the people that were obviously allowed to bear arms, as you said, soldiers, ex-soldiers, general civilians, general white property owning civilians, um, which uh, again, hard to put into words. And then obviously the the. The US context for the forming of the police force is comes from like people that what was it called? Slave slave catching? Slave slave patrol. Slave patrol. Pushing for for the need for slave patrol. So obviously America is a frontier, so you had colonizing happening, you had slavery, you had um, chattel slavery happening, Mm. you had a wild west environment where you have all these like property owners, mm. landowners, with their own rights and their own freedoms, the, the American dream. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. The American dream, yeah. So all these people have their individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they, they needed something that binds well, they have said wood does not fit. It's like a all these individual states have just an overarching body which which one line goes. Obviously, came from this latest line, which was like an overarching unit of state power which regulated black people. Mm-hmm. So the right to bear arms isn't in contradiction with like the state having the monopoly on violence. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the state power. Both from the same source. Which is that the state has ultimate power. The state equals man. Man equals specifically white man. Or white people. And then they are able to have the say on we kind of got this back what the rules are. The rules are like what is our initial response Oh, yeah. Yeah. Start a um, reaction to just what's the just the George Floyd mur- Floyd murder situation as a whole. Is that what it is? Yeah. In order to discuss that, you have to kind of understand why he acted the way that he did. In terms of describing this act, in the beginning, I said that it was initially a shock line of thinking that George Floyd was using counterfeit money, so he was like, "We've got to stop him." And I just don't think that was his real motive. So he was using genuine money, but just on the suspicion mm. of using um, improper money, mm. we think he lost his lost his life. And I know we're, we're focusing a lot on Derek, like Officer Derek, the Chauvin, whatever his name is. And there's three additional officers, plus the guy that was standing there, just looking at the crowd like, like nothing's going on. More or less threatening the crowd, the crowd as well, because his hand was on his waist, yeah, he just, yeah, just going to yeah. grab a taser or something the whole time. Right. So it's like there's also accountability on that shop owner. My Making assumptions. My yeah. response is pretty much like, I think Officer could have been in it for it as well. It's another one. Like, it's another one in it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you were saying about Eric Garner. I was just like, these police officers know what's happened to Eric Garner. And they've not sort of allowed that information to have escaped into them to change what they have been doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you still thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to disband the state. Even though there's been a highly publicised case of someone being strangled to death at the hands of police through a metal touch of this. But they have kept on pushing the case on and this is your podcast, you know. Mm. I don't even know. Yes, you do. No, I actually because I don't know how to. You're not on Twitter, so you're not going to have that that human feed and get. It's not even about the human feed. It's just like your own. My reaction to yeah. Mm. I don't even know how to verbalize because it was like, oh, as you said, like oh. Who said that? Oh, again. Yeah, another one. That was nice. Yeah. Like, it's second nature at this point. You know how wild that is? Mm. Not even, like... I wasn't surprised. Like, both of us are under 20, and you've seen both tired already. Exactly. What even is that? I think like the main thing I've seen 
unlike social media and stuff as well, is just the comparison between a white criminal and a suspected black person, like with um, George Floyd, and I don't know who the um, the example that was used was a white criminal, but the, some guy who was basically a mass murderer. Did the church cancel that too? I think, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't. I only saw faces. I didn't see names, so yeah. it probably might have been. Yeah, and he got a, like they got they took him to um, a takeaway on his last meal on the way to prison, mm-hmm. and Thanks George Floyd yeah. didn't even get a get chance to. He didn't even get the opportunity to breathe, let alone get food or water, or even checked on to see if he was okay. Which is just wild because it's it just makes no sense. And then um some one one um, person on my Instagram who posted that and who was standing for the Black Lives Matter, um a comment underneath his post was saying that um it's clearly two different examples, two different police officers, but that's not necessarily the point the point of what the post was about. And he was kind of like, um. The point was the black uh, that same police officer was pro check the same yeah the same approach the check the same approach in the in, in the mass murder case yeah absolutely should be arrested and looked after yeah it just feels like there's this automatic um like reaction that black people will just wild out as soon as they get arrested so then they need at least a minimum five officers for one person or something like that so. It's, it's like a, just ingrained in everyone's brains that like black people are different to white people because we're super strong mm. or something. We can take a certain. We don't feel pain. Yeah. Mm. We're conscious we're of like certain stereotypes, which yeah. is. And that like slavery evolved us to be stronger and things like that. Which is like ingrained oh, into institutions and healthcare and schools and like. Yeah, because even the way like people. Um, talk about black women and things like that it's like of course I think it was a video you were watching a few days ago um, where they were talking about the how the black the black female is just the superior person oh, yeah. always helping everyone else and, and we don't the, need support because because they're just they are, the yeah. Woman. yeah they are like straight immigrant controlled girls yeah yeah I think the way that I described it was just kind of like the difference when it comes to womanhood is that whilst um, some non-black females are afforded the label of handmaid's clay, whereas black females don't get that that label. Yeah. So like when it comes to things like um, dating or how fathers have to raise their children or raise their daughters specifically and what they're supposed to expect from the men in their lives, there's this understanding that when a white woman says, okay, I want to be treated a certain way, I want this X amount of girls from me or whatever, this kind of thing, there's saying, oh, well, she, she's, she's allowed to, she wants to accept those things because, you know, she, you know women ought to be supposed to be delicate, like, yeah. delicate flowers, they should be handled with care, you know, they're very beautiful, and yeah, yeah, yeah. but you don't get that same messaging, messaging when it comes to black females. In fact, it's kind of enforced in the opposite direction that, you know, oh, you don't need to be worrying about... Um, yeah. She can just do it herself. Yeah, yeah. she can do it herself, Every, everything, mm. she can handle it. Or is this, is, has he just said that oh, she needs to check this out? Well, she can handle it, it's fine. Yeah, or like, she should respond to black females in, in relation to white females, for example. It doesn't start. There's, it's there. unreal. I mean, that's all documented, and you can read about it in 
I'll link it down below. I'll link it below. It'll be in the description. The medical part, I'm not checking. It's a different book, of course, but is there the medical exams as well? Yeah. Everything. I mean, you know about some of the things in the medical side. So, like the for the specialists, so that gynecological instrument that's used to like inspect inside, like the vaginal canal and stuff like that. That was developed from a guy who basically used his female slave as experiments. Yeah. And he didn't administer anaesthetic anesthesia or yeah. any sort of like numbing. pain or numbing, numbing agents or anything. Because the belief was that black people as a whole don't feel as much pain. And that belief continues even to today. Because mm-hmm. there's a huge disparity between yeah. deaths so of mm-hmm. different ethnicities. So when you look at the data so as to when a black female would go to a GP and note and she'll report that she's in pain, a lot of GPs and nurses and doctors will report that, oh, she's just in pain, don't worry, it's nothing, you don't need to give her any mm. pain meds. Mm-hmm. Or that even when um, black mothers are giving birth, the levels of pain medication that are given or the advice that's given to given from a nurse to the birthing mother is like, oh, it's fine, you don't need the Flexibil or you don't need the Dapalone, you know, just get through it, it's not that bad. Yeah. And there's also, like, the science side of it as well. So, like, you go to a GP and, like, in a 15-day mission, they only put this down, slightly put this down, da 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 you need to run your balance, you need to, you need to cut back, you need to do this. You go to the GP and, and where we are, it's Sally Hill Clinic. Mm-hmm. Well, a, it's a private one because these people, are, these people can't afford their doctors. Mm-hmm. Anything they request diagnosis, they're going to get. Yeah. And in fact, they'll be offered. They'll be offered. Oh, we're oh, just yeah, going yeah, to do this just to make sure. Exactly. Above and beyond, they'll go. So it's both both the scientific like reasoning of it, and then it's the financial like. Well, it's pseudo science. It's pseudo science. Really mm. Well, it's scientific. Well, it's been scientifically shown to be obviously debunked by black people, black scientists, mm. uh, people that have some like some understanding of scientific racism. But it's pretty much the same like scientific consensus. It's just wild that that's even the case. That it's like people still want to scientifically prove that black people are s- just different. And then people are saying, "What's that? What's that? A pseudo science called?" Is it like oh eugenics yeah, eugenics. Like yeah, eugenics. Mm. I mean, it's and then it's alive like that, like that, that breeding as well. Mm? It's alive and breeding. It's mm. just when people will talk about, "Oh well, that's just a black people thing," or you know, we this is a. Um, black feature there's actually no no such thing as black features because if you look at the global population there's variety there's so many groups of people that have like for example like wide set noses or thick lips or darker skin or like very curly hair for example it's not Mm -hmm. really just limited to descendants of people from west africa for example because that's just like a whole myth racism doesn't really exist but because of the way it's um been socialized it's become this social construct and now they can insult mm. you something that you've just now resulted in all of all of what we just talked yeah. about and then most recently colonizing um george floyd's death yeah. <sighs> bring it back here so that's where we are right now mm. um, you 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 mm-hmm. no because I was gonna say what what have we seen of people's reactions like 
people that aren't black. What did you say? Non. Non black people. Non black people of color and uh, are the goats of peace. I think for what surprised me as like an initial reaction was like um, expecting all of like there was this instant expectation that all of my um, white friends and everyone who's not black in my social circle would have to stand up and be like and be an extremist in that sense basically and actually stand up and be posting at least to acknowledge the situation um but then i was having a discussion with um lj as well um like is that a, a correct expectation to have that they should instantly acknowledge their what privileges that and the fact that they need to do it or is it something that we need to make them aware of and is that an okay thing to to do and think like is it okay for i don't know what i want to say exactly um for them to like learn privately they don't have to post about it necessarily or not even that it was like that would be part of them being in support but mainly just as um so the question kind of around is it is it reasonable to expect other people to get it yeah and is it a thing that black people need to educate everyone on or is that expectation of black people having to educate everyone a wrong expectation Mm. to have because of course we we kind of know what's going on we although yeah we actually live in it we're like we live in this nation also so yeah, there, there's why, access, but if then... If I want to learn about, I don't know, Indian imperialism, yeah. it takes me 10 seconds. True, but then you have to... You have to that has to, to be a thought in your mind but to be like, okay. But I would exactly. be interested in that, because if I'm calling, say, like an Indian person my friend, I'm, I'm, I'm also caring about what affects them. That's true. Mm. And I'm interested in their history. Mm. Just as a person, I'm interested in, like, I don't know, what, what your parents, what your parents do. Even um, like in natural like conversation, upbringing. yeah, you would you just talk about your life. Exactly. So if you're not interested in like the background and like the foundational stuff that's like supporting my life, that brings me to question as to whether we're really friends. Because the way that we will see other people, including white people, non-black people, whatever, and you'll mm-hmm. see them as an individual. You'll just interact on a person-to-person basis. Mm-hmm. And if they bring up something like, oh, say if they say, um, oh, my, my granddad is someone in my family in the world war you would ask questions about that just out of, out of natural inquisitive inquisitivity curiosity curiosity <laughs> you would just want to know more to be able to build up a deeper picture of who this person mm. is that you're calling your friend if that's not happening in the reverse then there's a mismatch between those two people's understanding of what humanity is but then what what if that's a thing that's just not present if, if what's not present the um, inquisition of not not even that just the um, wanting to know the their historical involvement and their family line and things like that because that's that's what it would go towards in it going towards if they were involved in a world war the example you used mm. that would have to be a, a topic of a subject that you actually try to bring up but if that's not even present because in the conversations that I'm ha- I've had with my friends that that's not what we talk about but they're still close friends to me. So it's like, 
it has to, of course there would be an imbalance if I was asking them and they weren't asking me about like mm. any type of um uh I guess we at that age thing. don't really talk about current events too much because if we talk about current events we can never talk about them like in isolation. I don't think that's an age thing. Is that not? I don't well, think no, that's, that's not an age. That's, that's different yeah. friends. Yeah, it depends on. It would be personal on. to people. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's kind of what I'm saying. Because then that that would lead to an expectation that they should be able to understand how I'm feeling. Um, like with George Floyd's murder, it, like all my friends should know how I'm feeling. So they should voice that in their own way, on, not on my behalf, but for their own person. Just out, just out of empathy just and compassion. Yeah. Because the thing I, is, when you're when you're talking with your friends and you're just describing, just say this time, it's not even to do with race or anything. Mm. You're just describing, say, like an argument you've had with somebody else. The way that you're describing your issue with this other person, you're expecting your friend to not not even necessarily agree with you, or is be able to understand where you're at, with, but you want them to be able to listen. Mm. You want them to be able to perceive things from your your side, and then when you come into come into contact with that person that you've had an argument with, you expect your friend to be able to back you, yeah. or at least be able to stand close to you and be like, "She said I, what yeah. he said, or he said what he said, and that's it." But if you're not seeing that at least effort of just like, no, this is my friend and I'm going to treat this like... Because it's like, you don't call people friends that you don't see yourself in. In some way. If there's part of you that you see in me that you don't want to defend me, there's something wrong. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. But then like, is that an age thing where you have to, where that becomes um, a thing where you really type, where you really kind of stand up for things? like a maturity thing because no. within no. my no, no within because some people don't people use that is it an ex- as an excuse to mm-hmm. be like oh yeah that is excusable. and it's like i don't care if you were 12 years old you have brain cells when i was 12 i wasn't stupid mm-hmm. but also though, i expect the same but to be fair when we're talking about things about race and skin tone there's a certain understanding that black pe- black children will have at an earlier age that some white children and non-black children will not have for Social race. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. for all of us, there is a point at which you realise that, oh, I'm black. And that means something to some people. Do you like, do you say when you realise you're black? <laughs> <laughs> I looked in the mirror one day. Yeah. I mean, um, not that you realise that you're black, but it's that you're black and it means something. I don't yeah, even yeah. know. I, I remember, like, when fucking Mum called me a nigger, I was like, <laughs> I'm not, in, not wild. <laughs> Just wait. I mean, fair play, because actually, I don't know any, there was like a couple, like, two or three of us from Oakham that didn't really talk about race or anything, like, obviously, we're not going to talk about them. Yeah, it's a lot. So I was fortunate, so I was like, I mean, at 14, I was like, I just put them like, I'm not Indian, yeah. And they're like, so what are you? And I'm like, I think I, I feel like I had a similar situation like that, but more for one obvious one that stands out was um, how I was treated by teachers yeah. in in uh, primary school. Primary school. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, actually. Well, I junior, junior at least, wasn't it? Junior. Infant as well. Uh, for mm-hmm. infant, it wasn't. I wasn't. Recently, sorry. In retrospect, yeah. yes, but not at the time. Yeah, I, not at the time. Because really either way, I was uh, I was sometimes naughty anyway, but then I was still one of the best. The children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was still one of the favourite students. 
but still <laughs> one of the worst. So I was, I was kind of both sides anyway, with just behaviour and stuff. Okay, so, so you entered your thing looking for bees, skeptically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for, for me it was mainly the treatment of teachers that kind of showed me that I was black because I'd get treated differently but I didn't I, I don't even think I'd be able to like name or like say how now I just know it was different in comparison you felt to like something was off. Yeah. Is it hard for kids to remember how? Um. Yeah, kids don't talk about. Yeah, fire. What's a name? We can blur out names and stuff. That's true. Anyway. That was year three. So you have three. So I was just, I was just in Auckland at that point. Charmed fire. I know I didn't Back like her. I just didn't know why. Yeah, there, there was always a treatment with like me and Sky. There was always a dis- different type of treatment that we would get. Oh, yeah, at the, at the time of being in um primary school, he was like, he was basically like another to me at that point, he was just another brother because of that. Because we always used to fight and stuff like that, same way. So, <laughs> I remember Talisa and used to be the what we, we were. You were all together, like you situations dealing with teachers and like they'd call mom and dad in and mom and dad would be saying like they, they, that's not right they're treating you differently and that's not okay mm-hmm. to me i was just like I, yeah i did i was wrong in some places anyway and i i'd already accepted that but i didn't see that the treatment was to a different level yeah because it's even really something else you've yeah. done something wrong or you've done something right it's also different to say what level of punishment you're going to My memory is a non-existent. You don't do this. Yeah, you. As you get older, you. I actually worry for you now. Yeah, that's like you have an eleven-year-old goldfish. I know it's really bad. Anyway. But yeah, when Dad realised I was black, he was like, "You need something." Um, I think this thing on the playground in junior school. I was like maybe year four. No, was that was it the guy that yeah. Three and year four on the right hand side, and then year five, year six on 
Unless this was a dream, I don't, I can't. See, listen. that's where it gets you messed up because you don't know what's a dream or what's real. I can't real. distinguish anymore. <laughs> I think I was out, it was summer. Do you remember the water bottles we had? Doing the water bottle job once and we hung someone's hat in his water bottle into people's shoes. Yeah, I think, oh, and it was, school? yeah. Uh, this is when I think I've clocked or something. Mm. And I was getting. And you're obviously like the biggest little teacher ever. There you go. I like teachers. Mm, teachers liked me. It was chill. Anyway, until yeah, water bottles. I was taking. I think it was sports day or something, or some kind of PE. So I was getting. I was on. I was asked to get the water for some reason because I just wanted to leave lessons probably. So I was going in, and I think I had a partner with me. I had a partner with me, and I think they said like something in like, um, oh, if I go on holiday or if I stay out in the sun, I'll look like you or something. That or like that something about said do you so many times to me. It's so it's like okay, yeah, yeah, or something like oh, what would happen? Would do you go darker or do you stay in the sun or something oh, like that? that. One, yeah. Something, mm. something along those lines. Mm. And I was like... Actually, now that you say it, there's, there's sometimes there's there's a lot of times that I've been just like, I guess on their side that are just innocent curiosity. They just don't yeah, know. I was going like, to say, is that okay for a child to say? Mm. Because it, the, the idea of like them going in the sun and getting dark to the point where they are like, a, to me, that would make sense because there wouldn't be a difference. In, race wouldn't have been a thing anyway. In your childlike brain. Yeah, mm. in my childlike brain, like, that would that to me that would have been an, an, an okay question. That's that. valid because it's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can see how you. On that side note, you are being the sun man as well. Hmm? Like, what? Like, you are the, you are Christian man. Did you get here? Because you like to count and realize. Yeah. What point are you trying to make? We're, we're oh, darker it's just, now. It's just an observation. Oh, this moment. So yeah, and I think there was film club, and they turned the lights off, and someone was like, "Oh, I can't see Kayla," and I was like, "That happened." Was that junior school? This is primary. So yes. Junior oh, school. Junior same. Because remember, we didn't go to primary school. Went to yeah. Oh. I thought it was the same thing. No, because we went two separate things. Both of those schools are collectively called primary school. Which is like mum's school is, the primary school. Goes all the way up. Like mum's school and like my first school would just go straight through. Because I'd I'd separate infant primary as, um, as junior. In the main my head, that's what it was. You thought junior was primary. Yeah. yeah same thing. Intrusion junior, yeah. And then obviously secondary, secondary. Mm-hmm. Oh, the thing, the thing I remember. So like as you were saying, um, about like the comments and stuff. Mm. I just remembered that. Um, so again, again, year four was quite a transformative time. You became enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> that so, same moment. The planets revolving. You had an open monologue in year four. Third eye opened. So in year four, you know, at the start of the day, and you had just normal class and reading your book, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so that was over. I put another book away and we're getting started. 
for the first lesson. So everyone was talking nonsense, 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 nonsense,
I mean, there might be other explanations for it, but just in that moment for myself, I was just thinking, well, I, I really don't know what this woman is talking about. It's just kind of, what was most hurtful was just like, I, there's nothing I can yeah. say to this person that would change their viewpoint. Like, I can't perform to please them, because whatever their viewpoint is, it's what it's going to be. Oh my god, I forgot. I, yeah. This is why I think it's a good thing. My brain just wipes. <laughs> traumatic event. Yeah. yeah. Is that a traumatic question? Not traumatic. It's, it's just, just like, like a annoyance and I think constant. A reflective question because it kind of makes you think, like, you don't know. Mm. And it's so not fun it's being a victim of it either. It's, it's not something I to. I don't think we viewed ourselves as a victim, but it's no. just kind of like so, a although we were. thing. It's like now you kind of see and think, oh, there's a way that I see myself that other people don't see. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, like, between us, we know why we came off and why we've come out of swimming. Oh, my gosh. Mm. That's another <laughs> that thing. Was a Wait, it was a drama for you lot as well, as, as girls, because it was like a non-manly thing to do to moisturise. To moisturise? Yeah. Oh, I, I never had it as a non-manly thing, but there was always a question of, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is this? Like, what, what's, what's going on? Like, every time after swimming, I'd always have cream and whatever. Mm. And I'd always try and shower at least. And that that cleanliness was another thing that would be questioned. Because mm. for some reason, I, yes, I was assumed like, as dirty. Yeah. Yes! Oh my gosh! How do you wash it when it's in a sack? Um, girl, you take it out, you wash your hair like normal. Yeah. 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 Mm. The, the way I go about washing myself, cleansing myself, and it's different. And grooming is different to me. But it's weird though, because I look at that person and there's still green crust. Do you know what I mean? Nasty. Ewoks, 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 ewoks. If I tell you the specific things that I saw, and they're crispy asking nose, if I am dribble. Clean. Exactly. And they're asking if I am clean. And they've still got the toothpaste in the corner of the mouth as well. Like, no. Just stay on breath. How do you brush your teeth and your breath still stinks? <laughs> I think that's why I was like, I ne the cream thing. I was, I always was like, put. I they never, I never felt a certain type of way because I was like, you're just, you can't know. because I, like, I know how my <laughs> body reacts when I have cream, even for an hour after coming out, like half an hour after coming out of the shower. I know how my body looks. Mm -hmm. So, and you've never done that before. You yeah. cream. That is like the way dryness feel on your skin. You brittle. Not you know sometimes when your skin doesn't necessarily look like it's dry. You, you just know you need cream. Mm. But it's like, okay, so this it wasn't like I didn't know that white people didn't cream up. But it was just like you're really going around with this crispy skin, you know. Mm. But you like just feel like, it. You feel like this something. Isn't a daily habit. You don't feel like you need water. Mm. Like when your face is dry, oh. you know the But then you're cream. questioning me, like I'm mad. That's why I've, I never. I, that's why I think I never felt a certain type of way. Because I was like, you're just a, don't. All you can't the, come. What about the hair oil thing as well? Oh, yeah. was like, they'd be like, yeah, your hair's greasy. Your hair's so greasy. I had that in oh. secondary school. I was yeah. like, are you yeah, a yeah, child? That's what happened. Wait, like, like, it was irrelevant. I don't think it was a question. It was just. Do you have to profile it? 
No, this is what we were talking about. It plays into our experience. Yeah. Also, because it would come from black people as well. Really? About yeah. hair, yeah. And it was like... Like, I had, I had some um, mixed mixed heritage people where they'd be asking, why is your hair so greasy? And, like, they'd kind of... I'd tell them why, and they'd be like, mm. oh, okay. But then everyone else who wasn't black in any way would just be like, that's weird, man. Mm. So weird. But that's also, like, recognising that there's a difference between black people. I think I, I didn't really clock on to that until, like, a few years ago. But then... But, like, we don't we like when it comes to like I don't know. I remember we discussed this as much as another school, we were asking questions and we're like we were just purely out of interest because I've never heard of like their kind of practices, their kind of like yeah, watching them. But like it's just it's why is it that why does it have to do this in a certain way where it's like it shouldn't discuss the anything different. Instead of just like and then when we are asking oh, questions, like yeah, it's like yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. Exactly. just to make sure you're not uh, like stepping over boundaries as well. There's a Muslim guy, and we were just asking him questions, and it was like the most chill thing. And yeah, I'd like even brought came to school next day mm. with like different like person with his mole head, mm. yeah. Showing us, and we're like, this we're like, this is pretty chill now. Mm. And it is something so in addition to like water, water like perfume, and like per- perfuming, perfume, chemical like. Oil perfume, yeah. Yeah. oil there perfume. I was like, this is interesting now. Mm. There's intrigue and there's just vastness. Yeah. Like the way you go about asking, or like, like, I mean, yeah. you could even fast. I can, I can even commit fasting. Yeah, yeah. But it's the judgment of what the response is that I'm. It's like, I'm not. Mm. What like, what is that from? Because like, if you're a child, I feel like all children will, will are inquisitive and mm. have, have no boundaries to what they know. Mm. And I never took it in a sort of like an offensive way of like this person is trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of like you're so involved, I wouldn't have used that. Yeah. To you. ask you something. I, I think that it that's purely home training at that point. Because it has to be something where they're like the a family member's been like, Oh, um I don't know, what what was a stereotype you can think of? Where it's just like, Oh, black people don't do that. Did you know that black people do this? Mm. It has to be at least one comment that a child yeah. will cling on to. Because mm. that, that's what children do. They yeah, cling, yeah, yeah. especially as Sponges me as a child. Sponges of knowledge. Because yeah. I remember being in swimming and like some white student put in the classroom, like, what are you mind blowing? That, that you can swim. swim. And I was able to dive in the water. And we were like, oh my God, these black people can't even swim. Oh my gosh. I was like noticing like white parents would stare at me. Like when I would, when it's my turn to like dive in and do like a swim or whatever. Mm. I thought that was great because it was just. Like I mean, it's fine. I mean, I enjoyed <laughs> At the time, I was just like, "Oh, I'm very protective. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the best in the world, that kind of stuff." But re- reflecting on it, it's kind of like it's people are looking at the at your difference, and it's also like a body thing as well. Yeah. But like you become more conscious of that earlier than other students, mm. and it's kind of like I remember, like after we do the warm up, mm. you're like six months, whatever. Yeah. Like whatever you said. And Lord you're just like, you just have your arms on the side. And then this um, white student, she noticed that the the way that the water fell off my skin was like just kind of like rolled off, and she's like, "Oh, why does the water roll off your skin right now? Is it because you're black?" Skin. And I was just like, <laughs> "Look at your own skin. It's rolling off in the exact same way. So what are you talking about right now?" Like in my head, this is what I was talking about. I just brought her attention back to her finally, and it's like, "What are you talking about? I'm not absorbing the water. If that's what you're trying to imply." Mm. 
that was one thing that with hair was massive because like I go to like football training and stuff like that with my afro on a Saturday or something like that mm. and people would be like oh your hair's like a sponge and mm. I'd condone everyone because I'd do it myself I'd pour water on my hair and be like oh it's not coming out yet because my hair was dry at that point anyway. so <laughs> it needed water so mm. I'd pour it on my head and it'd be like oh it's not coming out then everyone else would start doing it Hands to the head. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was almost. I just kind. I cringe a bit when I hear the stories like that, where it's like, when you allowed something, when someone just took your phone, made you say something, and you didn't respond. But at the same time, you're, you're a child. Yeah. Right? And so it's yeah. like. I'm still a boy. Yeah. You had no reason to think that that was a wrong thing or something that could be. Just a little bit. I think the main thing that made a difference to me, where like I realised I was really getting treated differently, like still in primary school, but mm-hmm. when I was like, obviously me and Scott were besties in year six, mm-hmm. and like we'd do everything together, like we'd we'd be, we'd do a lot of the same things. But how teachers would react to him doing it and how they'd react to me doing it was very different. Really? But that would be the same thing, yeah. Like because if we, we liked because he hated you like. It, it wasn't that. It was just there was just a difference in treatment as a whole when it came to what we were doing. Because mm. okay, um, uh, like if we if we like choreographed a dance or something like that. Forgot you used to do that. Yeah, to, to no <laughs> music. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think that's. Do you remember? Do you remember the bubs? The what? The bubs. There was the marble and there was the bub in the area, and both of them took down trajectory. Oh. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway. We get so far. Boys just bounced off of them two because. Because they're actually just talent shows on their own. Yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of like with the Scott would get like a lot more attention and like praise and things like that than I would. So I I would get praise if I was doing like one Scott. of sprints. Scott, I thought you talked about Sky still. That's, no. that's no. why I'm confused. Okay. So yeah, it was me and Scott. We get very different treatment. Mm-hmm. And um, Scott Scott is a um, white British male as well. So that that I think that was the main. Yeah, I realise people don't know yeah. who Scott is. But shout out Scott though. Yeah. But yeah, it's not it's not even a thing that he could control either. It was literally we, we were just friends doing what we yeah. did. Just doing the same thing. And then what was the moment that you started to get angry about noticing the differences in Andrew's and how he did treatment? Like my second year school. The like, um, one example, the main example I can think of is where we were in the circle chilling, and I, so I was kind of like well known by teachers and stuff like that, just, just as a person and because of basketball at that point, mm-hmm. um, so we, um, there was some people chilling in the circle with us. I left the circle on purpose because I realized like they were just making a lot of mess. So I was just like, I'm not gonna be involved. I'm just gonna back out and let them get in trouble for it because it's not my responsibility i wasn't i did nothing 
So I left the I left the um, building and just went outside and stuff like that and decided to just go play basketball. Um, end of lunch comes, I walk back inside to just see what's happening or just grab my stuff or whatever, whatever reason I went back inside for. And then um, a te- uh, teacher came up to me saying I had four day isolation the next day. Four day leave. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like. That was the first response, not even leave it for four days. And it wasn't a question. No, it was just like you've got isolation tomorrow because the circles are messed. And I was like, I wasn't there. You can literally see the see me leave on the cameras because this is, schools are open place. You can there's cameras everywhere. You can see that I'm not there. Of course, they didn't check the cameras because I still had isolation anyway. Mm. And they were in isolation. They were questioning me like, why, why, why would you do such a thing and stuff like that. What circle did you take? Messes. It basically it's the circle is just a seating area. Chairs. Yeah. So other people were there. Yeah, other people were there making a mess, and uh, me and a couple of my friends decided to leave, and we got isolation. So but the people that were meant, they didn't open their mouths and say anything. Well, they didn't get get isolation, so I don't I don't know what they so how they, they came to well, the conclusion. Did they know that, that you were being punished for something that they did? Yeah. So they chose to keep quiet. Yeah. That's not to say those people in the circle were any other race, because some of them were yeah, black yeah, and yeah. everything like that. They, it was just that I was targeted and in that situation. And they were punishment without actually yeah. considering. There'd be no discussion of, you know, what happened. There's no, there was no um, innocence or proven guilty at all. It was just, it was you, you that's it. And it was a punishment. There's no, yeah. and you can't, in school, you can't say anything back either. You can't yeah, discuss. Yeah. Well, I think it's different because you you chose a boys' school. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very different. When it comes to when it comes to authority. Yeah. Like talking back to teachers. You told me that there there is like a level of talking back that you are not able to exercise. I will literally just be very polite. Yeah. Because as soon as you talk, it's all you've got to. And they'll just shout in your face. Macho, and then they just go to a hundred. Whereas actually me. I could go to 100, but I'm going to talk to you a certain way, where you ain't going to, you ain't going to never see me the same way again. And the, then the assumption is, oh, she's just another rude black girl. Yeah, but I was conscious of that because of what I'd experienced in junior school. Mm. So I think my response to it was to like overachieve and that when you make the wrong assumptions about me, I'm going to tell you all of these achievements that I've got. I'm going to tell you about all the teachers that know that know me, all the extracurriculars I'm going to be doing. I'm going to tell you that you're making an assumption. We're actually strangers to one another. You're destined to score like as a sibling. This is because you did the you're same destined thing. Destined to score, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, but this is the thing on me. I think once that kind of like clicks that there's nothing that I can do that's going to change this other person's view of me based on my skin color. So it's like the way that I translate my rage is just in, in like overachieve at that time anyway. Yeah. And then all of that just coming out in like a stream of consciousness kind of thing whenever I get super resistant wow. to teachers. I was just at grade two, so you can probably like year 11 to get accepted. So year 11 you had? Why do you know? I think I was probably. And then I just dipped. Benjamin, <laughs> you don't remember anything? I don't know. Things probably happened. Ooh, that's a different dynamic though, isn't it? Yeah. That's what that we have. Us three have quite similar dynamics in the UK. We just have like. There's a similar bubble as well. Because, I don't know. Because your primary school teacher really liked you. Like, even in school. 
this one's as well? Yeah. Yeah, because you were always like the you were the you were the go to girl for like practices and all that, like mm. duties and everything. Well, yes, because I just wanted to leave lessons, but I just <laughs> hid it as yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be. That's oh. weird. That's weird. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because you were like the, the light skin of us when you. But I wasn't there. light skin then. Carry on. Look at the pictures. Not back. Yes, you were. Look at no. Compared look to, look at the pictures seriously. Our skin tone at the same age, you were the lightest of us three. Of all of you, yes, uh, but yeah, I wasn't that, the lightest. That's, that's no, that's 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 that was that was not the You were lighter skin than us, so it's just a different thing. Oh yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Look at the this picture. You can see the difference with me with my hair. Okay, I'm not gonna fight it. So yes, the lighting is a good example of when you can. You know, I probably had it the worst picture, like mainly when I wore a white shirt. Maybe you and you two definitely had worse. It's weird. So what I was gonna say was just like because of the age difference, me and Jamal have like entered certain situations like alone kind of thing. So it's like there's no sort of like groundwork as to like oh this is so and so's situation. And then that 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 happens in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for me, it's like well. Not just that I'm older than you, Jamal, but that I'm kind of the oldest, period. So it's like whatever scenario I'm walking into, still just period, you know. <laughs> but whatever scenario I'm walking into for the first time, I kind of like, in my head, I'm, I'm always thinking, I need to set a level so that whatever you're coming at me with, you're not going to come at that way again with my siblings. Mm. So it's kind of like... But it's weird, though, because we went to the same secondary school, but the treatment was very different. From yeah. the same, all three of us, similar mm-hmm. teachers, and like even though I'm because Jamal didn't go to the same secondary school as me, it's like in my head I'm thinking, okay, so Jamal's not gonna b- get the benefit of Lamar being in the same secondary school. Mm-hmm. Jamal like, get that benefit though. Mm-hmm. No, but this is the <laughs> thing though. That's what I was gonna say. Like I need to make it known that I'm Jim- Jamal's older sister. So like when I'm talking to um, this wasn't like a conscious thing. I think it was just subconscious. But I find myself sort of saying like. You know, I'm, I'm my little brother's going to be starting work early soon and blah, 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 blah. I'm mm. really smiling at my brother, blah, blah, blah. The main Especially time, yeah. with the teachers that we the previous, that previously gave me problems when they first met me. But over time, because obviously she didn't get as aware of them, she just sees them. I was able to kind of like break them down. And because I kind of could see how the black boys in the school were being treated, and it was just disproportionate. But in terms of like isolation, that was just completely ab- abused, completely abused. Because you have people that was in there where it's just like, of course you would react that way. Like, they're going up, yes. But it's because you're not asking them what the full scenario was. Mm. And the thing is, when it comes to isolation and kicking people out of lessons as well. Like, what does that achieve? It's constantly it's being desperate. It's like seven years of being desperate when you're in school and they're treating like this. And it's mad because that's exactly what happened. And now those people who were gaslit throughout the whole mm. experience of school, where, where teachers disregard, disregard like, home life for example that's that's a reality that people deal with mm-hmm. and then they go to school deal with teachers mm-hmm. who are gaslighting them obviously they're gonna they're react in prison or dead mm-hmm. yeah already and we're not even 20 yet like that's genuinely what happens throughout the school process it's mad and there's no there's no type of like outlet in school either where you can go and actually kind of like just break down yeah, how you feel and things like that no because you and have to maintain questions. your yeah. facade of like because the teachers if you went to the teachers and like 
and go and play. Not play, but you know what I mean. But like, if you, for like the boys, because I I would be able to clock because I was friends with someone like quote unquote rowdy. They weren't rowdy. They, you know what I mean. You're friends with everyone, so don't. Yeah. So, so I would be able to clock man. if if in lesson um he's a bit off, and if he's gonna he's chatting to um the teacher a bit off. He's like I can. Everyone knows that clock, something you can, clock, you can you see that. Yeah. yeah. So it was like he's not. He doesn't feel safe to tell you anything because you re- you're te- telling him he's stupid or whatever, whatever. Mm. So obviously mm. he's not gonna open yeah, up to you or whatever. What's quite interesting is that this is like, I guess our like core experiences or like switch on moments when it comes to racism when our education is completely fucked as a country. Well, yeah, because that's it's stupid because yeah. we spend all the time yeah. all of our time in school. Mm. Which is ridiculous. I disagree. It shouldn't be a thing, and that's why I left. Yeah. I think that. No, I left in year eleven. That's when I emotionally and oh, physically left. Emotionally just disappointed. Even so even then, with sixth form, the reason I was even still in the same school for sixth form was because mm. they lied to us and said we'd get loads of support basketball and things like that mm. none of that instead we ended up working for school and not getting paid basically yeah. free labour and we got n- we got nothing in return yeah we get to say we we worked at school but that's that's not what we were there to do mm. yeah it's, it's fucked it's sad why that's the reason why she left yeah to move on to a better place but back to like toxic women feeling And recruiting voices from and with people in the room. Mm. Um, so it's, it's completely understandable why that turn. That's a massive, like, it's a big Jeez. turn, that's fine, but then you've got, like, open it up to, like, institutions like Love Black Voices Online. Parents. What? <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, I'm talking like I'm, like, this is nice, isn't it? I'm listening to. I'm, to be fair, I just <laughs> try and connect the dots with like where we, what we were talking about with schools and things like that, and why that's relevant to the conversation as a whole. So, like for me, school. That that definitely 100%. is a thing because when it's mad now that I think about it, I was thinking about it over the last few days. But um, school as a whole, man, it genuinely felt like the biggest prison. Correspondence school, I think it was called. Yeah, it, it felt like a full on prison as a man. Secondary was, school? Yes. Yeah. Mm, mm. It's a prison. That was the only reason I was playing basketball. It's designed to be a prison. <laughs> it's right. literally so a prison. Like people had to. Like you in the courtyard. You in the prison courtyard. The school is designed. People had to jump over gates to get out of school. Because we people weren't allowed outside mm. to the leave. The new building? There's only oh, one. With new, with the old building, at least there was places to hide. There was places where you can, yeah. yeah, There was places you can go. It's an organic kind of building. It's just there in this location, and you can leave. You can go in. You can go. Yeah, yeah. In the new building, it's just. Just think of the logic behind thousands of seats. There's more. One exit. And they're increasing it to get more funding every year. 
students. The camps. Yeah. So the building classrooms. The building classrooms. The splitting classrooms, yeah. It used to be like nice, well, it was never nice. It was more open than it is now. But even the classes, you look out the window, it's just one square. And you see the other teachers patrolling. Yeah, they're literally got control If you get sent out of the room, you know you're going to get lectured by another teacher who will then just pass you on to another teacher. Send you to the year office, who send you to... Who will put you in isolation, basically. So it was just, it was just a route. It's literally like a prison uh, ward, gaslighting the um, criminals in prison to like make them react. So then they can just pass them down the line and get instructed in a worse place. It's ridiculous, and that I, I felt like that in school as well. And that's and it's mad because that's translated into how people are acting outside of school now. Most people, the people who like teachers used to put down a lot, saying like, "You're not gonna be anything. You're just gonna be." A, a bin man and stuff what? like that. You, you're not going to amount to anything. If you've made it this far, thanks for listening. I'll be back with part two. But in the meantime, please do check out the JK Parlay YouTube channel where we can engage with you in the comments or you may just prefer to watch the conversation rather than just listening to it. Um, so that's JK Parlay, J space, K space. P-A-R-L-E-Y. And yeah, I'll see you in part two. Bye.